swinging free kick and a chance here for Kelly. He scored! David Kelly! Trackman a level against all the odds! Jennings. There's the kick. Scoreboards! This is Buxton, away from Backinson, this is Pringle, now Caprice, Caprice with the cross, the header, it's in, it's Connor Jennings! Right then, folks, what's happening? Welcome back to This Is Tramia Instant Post-Match Reaction. It's December 29th, 2020, the worst year ever, and that was a terrible fucking game to watch. Uh, Tramia drew away one all up at Barrow, up in Cumbria. Not nice conditions, but it doesn't excuse the performance. They got a man sent off. We played the last 20 minutes against 10 men, um, and that last 20 minutes has annoyed me more than almost any other performance we've done this season, so I'll get ranting about that. Uh, but welcome to the show, folks. Happy <laughs> Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year, because we won't see you um, until next year. My name is Matt Hibbert, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at This Is Tramway on Twitter, and I'm joined by ever by Paul Big Mouth, Big Time Harper, and Paul, at Paul Harper 82 can you promise us there's going to be no delivery drivers knocking at the door? Um, the, the, well, I can't, I can't not promise. But um, yeah, it's, a bit, it's a bit too late, to be honest. Well, joke's on you, Paul, because I've ordered you a pizza to arrive. <laughs> yeah, excellent. At no small expense. <laughs> I mean, all the pizza gaffs around there are shite, so yeah, as you saw on that uh, tweet the, the other night. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm just getting all the tweets up because we're, we, we, surprisingly we're getting inundated. Yeah. Um, well, and there's some, uh, some, some very strong opinions being held. Is there really? Well, I'll tell you what, Paul, <laughs> while you collate the, um, the evidence yeah. for the, uh, for the defense, I'll, I'll just start by going, I thought, first off, um, it was a decent performance first off. We had a couple of, Vaughan has a big chance. He hits straight. It's a, it's a good save by the keeper, but he, he hits it straight at the keeper. And then he scores a much more difficult header off a, a great delivery. So we're 1-0 up. They didn't have any real chances. They looked they're, they're What you expect from Barrow, you know, their physical side. Second half, we come out, and it, I thought we were, we were pretty steady. Again, they didn't have any real chances. We have two big chances before they get the penalty. Vaughan has another chance, and he hits it again straight at the keeper. And then Fedier has a chance where McDonald fizzes one in, and he... It's he's in the box free, and it, he miscontrols it. And it goes to the keeper, and then they literally go up the other end and get the pen. Does Sid Nelson touch him? He claims he didn't. You couldn't see because I think it was Lewis was, or Morris was blocking our exact view of the of the the tackle. But it's a stupid. He doesn't need to do it. Just stand him off. He's back to goal. There's three of our defenders there. Don't put a foot in. He's looking for that. Scott Davis for the penalty. Like, is, when was the last time he saved a penalty? Like honestly. 
I like Scott Davis. I'm not one of these Davis haters, but like on a penalty, well, my dad he, is bad He's diving before the fella hasn't even started his run up, and he's shown which way he's going to dive. Like yeah. fucking stand up. You know what I mean? I don't know what his his plan is for how he saves penalties. So they slot that. Then immediately after the kickoff, pretty much they get the man sent off. No, no, no idea what happened. It was off the ball. Vaughan gets booked, and their fella gets a second booking and goes. So we have that was sixty eight minutes. So we have twenty two minutes, and then there's five and a half minutes injury time. So we have nearly half an hour, certainly twenty five minutes of game time yeah. against ten men. What the fuck did we do in that time? Do we not remember the Port Vale game from back in October? When the same thing happened, we were 2-0 down, and they went down to 10 men. What you do when you have 11 men against 10, you keep the ball. You keep the ball. You don't fucking launch aimless balls up. You don't half the centre-half shouldn't be launching diagonals to fucking James Vaughan and Morgan Ferrier. You keep the ball, and you work space. You back them up. They get deeper and deeper and deeper. You need players who can unlock a pass, or you need someone who can beat a man. You've got Cordy Blacker-Taylor on the bench there. He doesn't get a fucking minute on the pitch. He brings Ollie Banks on, someone who can play a pass, with fucking one minute to go in the 89th minute. What the fuck's that all about? He took Ferrier off for Woolery. Like, all Woolery did was foul their players and the fucking... Like, they're trying to clear the ball by the corner flag, and you're going, don't fucking touch him, and he fucking bumbles into the back of him and gives away a free kick. Just brain-dead. That last 20 minutes was brain-dead football of the, just the worst thing. We All we need to do, there was a time... like. You just want to keep the ball, keep the ball like we did against Port Vale, keep the ball and work opportunities to get in behind or work across an opportunity. Even so, we had a chance. Feeney puts a fucking great ball in and Peter Clark, who you'd normally back on the six-yard box, heads it straight. It's a great save again, but he heads it straight at the keeper. Anywhere else in the goal and it's in, he heads it straight at the keeper. And then we didn't really threaten the keep their keeper again. He didn't have a save to make. We just put aimless balls into the box that they gobbled up, headed clear. Just fucking... And when you look, he's on the bench. Fucking Corey Blacker-Taylor is on the bench, our most creative player. And yet he might not have had the greatest game in his last game and whatnot. But it's that game was... That last 20 minutes was dying for someone like him. Or even Danny Lloyd, you know, someone who can create something. I don't know what he's doing. Like, where's Jack Young? Tell me he's injured. I haven't seen. Like, so I could be talking absolute shite here. I'm going to quickly just look on Twitter and see if, like, the club tweeted, you know, Jack Young misses out with... Um, no, I've not seen anything a groin strain or, or something like that. But what, like, what was he doing? Not How can he be, I think he's been our best player over the last two games, even the Bradford game, the Bolton game, he was my man of the match in the game, and the, the Bradford game, I thought he was a contender for man of the match. Why was he just completely just dropped from the squad? How can a player like Paul Lewis, who was just dropped from the squad previously, now come straight into the starting lineup? Where's Otis Khan? Where are these, again, there's a player who would have liked to have called on for that last 20 minutes, Paul. It was so maddening. I was more angry watching that last 20 minutes than I was watching the 5-0 thumping at Exeter or the 3-0 against Cheltenham earlier in the season or 1-0 at home to Morecambe or the 1-0 at home to Leighton Orient. Any of the fucking like, defeats we've had this season, there's been plenty of them. That last 20 minutes, it was so simple watching going... And ultimately, you can blame the players, but Hill has to be saying to his team there, he should be shouting at them going, keep the fucking ball. Stop launching these aimless diagonal balls. So to, you know, they're not target men strikers. We haven't got a target man striker to bring on. Fucking play football. like they should, But the players should know themselves. They did it against Port Vale and they came back from 2-0 down and then 3-2 down with 10 men. Against 10 men, sorry. And they know it works. You, eventually, you create the opportunities and you take the opportunities. At, at the end of the day, if we take our chances today, we win the game. And that's been a problem for a while that we keep missing. Like Blacker Taylor on Saturday misses a guilt edge chance. You're missing big chances at big moments in games. 
And, you know, you're going to pay the price. They could have won it, Paul. They had a chance about five minutes from time, ten minutes from time. Off of, again, we gave away stupid fuck. We kept giving away stupid fucking free kicks. Sid Nelson did some stupid tackles. Like just you, where you just know what's going to happen. You're like, don't don't put your foot in because they're looking for it, and they want to put these. But that's the, their best chance of scoring. Balls in the box, and there was a scramble in the box. Therefore, the hits one from the edge of the box. And, and do you know what? Fair play to Davis. He made a fucking good save. He made a really good save first half as well. He was shite on the penalty, but he made some good saves tonight. And you just think, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? That so it's just poor, such a fucking frustrating evening. I'm coming out of this feeling like we've lost the game. It's two points dropped. There was a couple of chances to put decent balls in right near the end, and we just put fucking terrible delivery in. Just mm-hmm. terrible delivery. And it's so frustrating because you see when we put good balls in, and Feeney's got it in his locker to do yeah, it, and yeah. all the plays, McDonald's uh, got it in his locker, yeah. and they're just so inconsistent. This team is maddling, uh, mad. Oh, I can't even fucking say it. It's just maddeningly inconsistent and it's driving me up the fucking wall at, at the same time give me a few minutes like once we get out of this part i'll calm down now but it just wound me up do you know what i mean like this whole situation with this year i've just like it's been a fucking shit year you know the whole ppg thing that went on and all of that and then you know you thought we'd turn the corner and we we're on that great run and now it's come to a bit of a stop and now it's like proper stop start like you don't literally know it has said to me today she's like i didn't you get on tonight i went i honestly fucking don't know like, we could win 3-0, we could get B3-0. Like, mm-hmm. I've got no idea, A, what team's going to turn up. Lit- quite literally, what team are we going to put out? What 11 is going to start this game? <clears throat> and how are we going to perform? It's bizarre. And I just, like, are so annoyed. I think everyone everyone is going to be so annoyed at that because we the, they were there for the fucking taking with 10 men mm-hmm. for 25 minutes. And we fucking didn't do anything. We kept the ball a couple of times for a little bit. And then the final ball was a joke. We get in and around the box and we turn into like fucking just comedians and the ball's bouncing everywhere. The final ball, poor, just not good enough. And now we got to go to Colchester on Saturday. That's if that game's on. Excuse me. Because it sounds like every single team in like the South has got a COVID outbreak. Like we're still... And we're the only teams who've had a COVID outbreak and just play on because we're stupid. Like, <laughs> let's not even go into that. Like, we had a COVID outbreak. Oh, I think went... Rob Room are doing the same. Yeah, well, how's that going for them? Well, yeah, they got pumped tonight. Yeah, well, to be honest, like, I know we've got to solve football. Like, you know, if I could just interrupt because you've you've gone a good seven or eight minutes there. Without, what, just let me get a breath. Not pausing <laughs> for breath. <laughs> there we go. That's better. I mean, I've got my headphones in and Lexi's just sat there chuckling away. Knowing that your your red is falling off, um, all right now, Paul. I've, I've had my runs. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I just it's it's baffling to me. I mean, the 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 fact that the EFL. I mean, I don't really adhere to them changing the rule, but you're allowed five subs, right? Yeah. And then with what with uh, let me get the stats up. It's, I think it's fourteen minutes to go. He brought Woolery on for Ferrier. Yep. And then in the 90th minute, he swapped uh, Morris, who, you know, we, we could all say is, is good for a goal, and brought on Banks. Yeah. And that's it. And you've, you've got 22 minutes to win the game because, you know, if you, let's face it, if you want to get promoted and you're playing against 10 men Barrow, you've got to win that game. Yeah. You've got to. If, if you've got any hopes of promotion, you've got to be beating teams like Barrow anyway. 
But with 10 men for 22 minutes, you've, <laughs> you've got to kill them off. As you say, keep the ball, make them work, work the space, work into the, the, the pockets of space, you know, um, break them down and then play that killer pass that, you know, people like Feeney and, um, Woolery and players like this are capable of. I'll and tell you just... who else is capable of them, Paul. Ollie Banks. Uh, you know, Ollie oh, yeah. Banks, Danny True. Lloyd and Corey Black. Came on. Like, we didn't need to have Paul Lewis and Jay Spearing on the pitch for that last 20 minutes when we're yeah. trying to score a goal. Like, it's just fucking what, like, it just baffling that them too, yeah. in particular, I d- didn't get on. I mean, as I say, you've got five subs. You've got nothing to lose, really. I mean, okay, we could have lost. <laughs> that would yeah. have been even worse. But go and take the game by the scruff of the neck and go and win it. Don't be settling for, oh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Just make it be bold, be positive. Um, and, yeah, I, I mean, I, what, he's been here about four weeks, five weeks, Keyfield. And all his, that, all, his, all his tinkering has been... To the negative effect, um, so far. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not one of these calling for his head already. I know, <laughs> I know there are a few who are, um, because we've had 60 odd tweets <laughs> since the final Fucking whistle. Hell. Um, but it's just baffling to me. Um, I, I just don't, I, I didn't get his changes, as I said on Saturday, and I, I don't get them tonight. I mean, there's, Bringing Banks on with, with in injury time is just a waste. It's just a waste of a sub anyway. You might as well just not bother. And yeah, either bring him on with ten minutes to the, go. The, the team like. and the team selection. I mean, Jack Young. Okay, maybe take him out of the the firing line. He 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 was caught for the goal a little bit. You could say, although he's. I would argue that he needs some support. Where's Rydell's for the goal? Like, that? Where, and as you say, just bringing players in who have been left in in no man's land for the last two or three weeks, come straight back into the team. I just, I, I just don't get it. I mean, obviously we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. There's not, there doesn't seem to be a great deal of uh, injury news put out by the club. Um, are these injured? Are they ill? Are they whatever? Um, he did say there was a bit of illness going about, but um, no names were ever mentioned. So nobody, we, we, we kept in the dark, which, isn't the best, really. Uh, no, let us know, because now all it's doing is making people like me go, why the fuck was Jack Young? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, I mean, the, the selection was the first thing that caught, caught my eye. Uh, and then, the, the, yeah, the subs. I mean, you've five subs. Um, you, you bring on fresh legs to wear out the opposition, and they had ten men. They were a man short. We could really take advantage in that final 20 minutes and he did well he did fuck all really he brought like for like on in Wallaby for Ferrier arguably a you know a, a downgrade if you like I would Ferrier, I would did, argue, Ferrier had a but... decent game he, he put himself about we just but it's weird like you look at again we've said this all season you look at the attacking players we've got and the creative players the pacey yeah. players the clever players we're really not creating anywhere near as many chances as you'd think we would. We're not getting in behind teams anywhere near as much as we should. Like, again, who knows? Play fucking bingo. What's the team and squad going to be <laughs> on on Saturday at, at Colchester? Like, Jack Young captain the team, probably. Who knows? <laughs> Johnny Morrissey on the fucking wing. Where's he come back from? It's just going to, like... Again, I don't want to get on Keith Hill because I don't want to be one of them people, but, like... 
he, he walked into a job of a team. Who yeah, were, the one were fucking, on the bounce. Yeah, we were fucking flying. <laughs> and like... And now we're not. Yeah, it's like he hasn't put the handbrake on, but he's he's tried to... Right, we were in fifth gear, and he's tried to go into sixth, but he's got stuck in neutral. And at the minute, we're going, we're just going, that horrible noise the game goes when you're, like, in between gears. So, like, I don't know what the... F- like, you know... He needs to. He's. I do think he's a good manager. I do. We've seen like this squad underperformed massively for the first three months of the season under Jackson. Dawes and Parky got them paired him and looking like a fucking promotion team. And with that mm. squad, we should be looking. Forget we should be looking at top seven minimum with this squad in this division. And I've seen nothing from most other teams to suggest it's that. There, yeah, it's, it's there. For, it's there for the taking. Just fucking. Like this team, there's there's a great mix of solid professionals who've been there, done that, and good young players. It's a great squad. I'd arguably say it's better than the squad that got us promoted two years ago, and it's better than the squad from League One last year, man for man, you know, throughout the entire squad. So they're just like we're sat in thirteenth at the minute, Paul. We're still four points off seventh. We've got a game in hand, but it counts for nothing if we're playing like that and putting in last twenty minutes against ten men like that. And it's even more than like I say we. We know what to do against 10 men because we did it against Port Vale and we even conceded a sloppy third goal in that game once we got back into it and yet we still fought back and there was none of that today. There was none of that fight. There was none of that desire. There was none of that quality in the final third and it's just so frustrating, Paul. So, so frustrating and you just hope now that we, you know, the New Year's resolution is going to be stop being a fucking big gang of gobshites on the pitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not great. But, um, I mean, a lot of people have tweeted us, so shall we jump into uh, some of the messages and uh, see what people are saying? Yeah, they could do a cheering up, Paul. Let's go into some nice cheery <laughs> tweets. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, um, TRFC Will, Will Gilbert, just says, boo. Uh, Kevin Heller <laughs> says, very worrying, not seeing every game, but everyone I have seen under t- Hill's tenure has had the same issues the- Opposition changed something and we don't react. Looked like he was happy with a draw, which is awful. Where's the anti-EFL sentiment that's driving us on? Yeah, fair, fair point. Uh, Stephen Savage says, Vaughan caused plenty of problems. Should have had at least three. Um, another uninspiring performance on the hill is subs or lack of them. Sum it up. Once they went down to 10 men, we showed no ambition to go on and take it to them at all. Hill yet to win me over so far, um, which seems to be a common theme given uh, some of the tweets. Keith Bond says, two points drop lot like we were playing for the point after the red card. Paul TRFC, if we're serious about promotion, then it was two points dropped. If we're happy with mid-table obscurity, then it's a solid point. Yeah, maybe we should uh, <laughs> we should learn to lower our ambitions, eh? I'm sorry, uh, right? I don't care where we are. I don't care what league we're in. A point of Barrow is never going to be a good result, as far as I'm concerned. I don't know if, if that makes me feel like, sound like I'm a cop eight or something like that. But, you know, we're trying my Rovers. I think um, had, had the last 20 minutes been better and, you know, we'd actually gone for it, I think, you know, you'd at least give them that. If we'd have gone, mean? yeah. If we'd have, if we played but, football and just their keepers made a couple of world class saves, we'd be, yeah, yeah. you'd be like, the the ideas were there. But yeah, he's yeah. going to be that last twenty minutes. It comes from the manager. The manager has yeah. to be going to the players. 
if he comes out and says he was, but the thing was, on, for once on the I Follow picture, the camera was the other side, so we could see yeah. the manager. And, he, you know, he did seem quite animated, but he has to be saying to the players, don't fucking... He has to be saying to Rydell's, McDonald and the centre-offs, you shouldn't... We are not launching the ball until maybe even... In, not even then, injury time. Look how we scored both our injury time goals at Port Vale. It was by playing football. You know what I mean, there was there was a long ball involved for Warriors, but it was direct. You know what I mean? It wasn't just a hopeless punt. It was yeah. with the idea of get that fucking flick on. There was I forget what it was. There was a moment in the second half, Paul, in the last twenty minutes, we put a, a free kick in, and someone, I think it was Clark, wins a flick on on the edge of the box, a brilliant flick on, and he heads it down, and it goes behind, in behind there, the last setter off in the box, yeah, there's and there's no, there. there was no one there, not yeah. a single striker. It's it's there literally. If, if the strikers read that flick on, it's a tapping. But there was no one there. It just went straight to the keeper, and I was shouted at the telly like, "What the fuck? Why is there not someone? Where's Vaughn? Where's Woolery? These fucking strikers. One of you should be reading that. They're all just stood there looking at the ball. Just we were fucking seconds of the. You know, the second ball can be more important than the first ball, especially in the box. And they nearly scored there. What would have been the second off that? But they were just quicker reacting to the ball. And like, just fuck it. it's such a frustrating evening, Paul. Another one. Yeah. Uh, Martin Olvis has two points dropped against ten men for over half the second half. Not good enough. Where's the attacking football? That's something he did promise when he came in. Uh, CBT and Lloyd left on the bench. Only two with five subs used. The last one in the 90th minute. Not Lobs Agent Hill. He's doing a fine job of sending us nowhere. Um, Royzer808 says, okay in the first half, crap in the second. We're generally crap anyway right now. Every League 2 uh, team has an outlier result like ours at Bolton. I'm not sure what that means actually. Uh, <laughs> the normal performance is bland and predictable football. Um, with effort for a while, but very little quality. Rob Denman says, very disappointing second half. Should have brought fresh legs on when they went down to 10, as we've already mentioned. We got yeah. 24 crosses in during the first half. That is what we need Feeney out wide in the final third. He wasn't in those positions second half, which defies logic. And again, uh, not having a go at Callum McDonald. It's Callum McDonald, isn't it? The, the, yeah. the fullback. But he's a left back and he's playing right back again. And he offers no width whatsoever because his right foot is absolutely useless. <laughs> so we've got no width. The, 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 I think a lot of people are saying on Twitter, um, the only width we have on offer is Liam Rydalsh. Um That's a bit of a sorry state of affairs. It's and two that's Liam's. No, it's that's Liam no offence on, um, on Rides, by the way, but... Your left back shouldn't. I mean, you could argue Liverpool's left back is the most creative, but very few teams have the most creative player at left back. I mean, if you went back to the schoolyard, I mean, you played left back because you were shit. And like, Paul, comparing. That's <laughs> where I used to play, by the way. Comparing Liam Rydell <laughs> to Andrew Robertson is like comparing my ex bear to 1996 <laughs> Pamela Anderson from Baywatch. Like. It ain't a, like they ain't even in the same league. Do you know what I mean? And that's no disrespect. Just like you say, there's the players in the squad there, the pace, the, the, the quality, and the just lack of anything in the final third at times is baffling. Yeah. 
just to confirm, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't comparing him. Oh, uh, fine. <laughs> My mistake. Uh, uh, Matthew Robinson says two points dropped. Most of the players didn't look arse. McDonald was poor right back, slow to everything. Feeney hasn't got quick enough feet to play number 10. Morrison Lewis, non-existent. Nelson and Clark rash at times. Only promising note was the balanced partnership up top. Uh, Surfer Dave says, a game we should have won on paper easily. Is time ticking for Hill already? I don't think the majority of the fan base will give him much longer. If anything, he's turned us into an, from an informed team into a Jekyll and Hyde side. Yeah, I mean, the stats are all there for everyone to see. The problem uh, with that Paul is, as well, isn't it? That in everyone's mind, as fans, we're thinking, fucking get rid of Hill. Parking doors can just take back over and you know take off from where they left off. Mm. But like, it's not as not simple as that. Is it? Is, is that no, not yeah. So, uh, Jacob Wilson says once again, this uh, this game has proved that McDonald is more effective at left back, and that um, O'Connor needs to return to right back in the last twenty minutes when they had ten men. We were just endlessly heaving it to Vaughan and Wallery. Two points dropped. Hill's tactics just aren't working. Carolyn O'Hagan says disappointing. Two points dropped. Subs should have been used. Tramitrish says not saying it was a brilliant performance by any means, but it wasn't as dread- dreadful as most are making out. Barrow could easily have won that, and I feared they, that they would after the penalty. I feel relieved, to be honest, and she put the laughing emoji. Uh, shows how low my expectations have become. Um, yeah, yeah, could it, be but, one of those. It, like, by, like, I started by saying like it, this was a huge improvement on, on Boxing Day. It was, and up until like the last 20 minutes, I was like, you know, we, I still think we deserve to win the game. We had the better chances. We take our chances, we win the game easily. Yeah. It comes down to, again, it's that last 20 minutes. They're down to 10 men. We know what to do. We've done it this season. It's not, it's, you know, it's not hard. Against any battle team going long and, you know, it's playing into their hands. Remember the, in their team in the National League? It was like fucking playing against Jurassic Park. Like every <laughs> single one of them was like six foot five. They were yeah, ma- I've never seen a bigger more physical team. It was insane. Do you remember the goal he yeah. scored against us when we lost there 2-1? Yeah, Where, like, literally one of them, he gave fucking Scotty Davis a doomsday device and the ref <laughs> played on. I've got the clip somewhere and it, it, like, yeah. it was like, how is it not a foul? Like, it was bizarre. Mm. And it's just that thing. Remember of, their centre-half was about seven foot tall. Just, they were just a team of giants. It was bonkers, yeah. like, wasn't it? And they, you know, to be fair, they weren't anywhere near that again, but they were still a big physical side, like that Quigley up front. He's a fucking thorn in our side, isn't he? He scored for Wrexham against us. Scored for them against us. You oh, Scott Quigley, you little fucking... Oh, piece of, oh. um, it's just frustrating at the end of the day, isn't it? But again, look, it's Christmas time, New Year's coming. There's a fucking vaccine on the way. You know, think look on the good side. Hopefully, soon... We can all get back in Tramia and hail abuse at the players and call them a bunch of websites <laughs> in person instead of having to do it on the podcast. Paul Waite says, um, the Barrow know that the, there is a ball for a reason, i.e. to kick it and not the opposing player. Perhaps the shape of the ball confused him. Um, Daniel Clausen, here we go. Two points dropped, lack of goals again. Scored more goals under Dawes and Parkey in a few games than we have with Hill in charge. And then he utters the two words, Hill out. <laughs> there we go. Um, Andy Irvine, poor performance, substitutions too late. Danny Lloyd and CBT would have ripped the Barrow defence apart. Maris invisible again, like earlier on in the season. Those are his words, not yours. Yeah. Um, Scott Wilson 
So it's time for a return to the Tramier under Dawes and Parkinson. Against 10-man Barrow, this was a performance bereft of creativity, energy and attacking intent. No doubt Mr Hill will claim it was a hard-earned point. The Tranmere Times didn't watch it, so how the heck did we not beat 10-man Barrow? I think we need to strengthen in January. I think we might need to do that, um, indeed. Uh, will Alton says, two points dropped, way too cautious after they went to 10 men, and he puts a very angry face emoji. Uh, Rob Tyler, can't even beat 10-man Barrow. Where is the attacking pro- football that was promised? Why don't we have a right-back why do we play a left back at right back? The man simply hasn't got a clue. Two points dropped. This is simply not good enough. Those are his words, Rob Tyler's yeah, words. Words. Zach Hayes. Um, if you want a positive spin, it's a point away against the battling Barry side in decent form, but feels like we've missed a large opportunity. We've got to be attacking the game more with ten against ten men, and really don't get why Lloyd and CBT were left on the bench when we needed fresh ideas. Fair point. Yeah. Uh, Benjamin Marsh gave Hill a chance. Seven league games now, and we are worse. Last two games have been tactically shocking. No attacking changes. And how many times did McDonald struggle to clear the ball or not cross the ball in good positions because he's on the wrong side? How many people are saying this and well, he's still playing right back? I just don't get it. Anyway, right. I feel sorry for him, Paul, because right. Yeah, so do I. Like, I, 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 I'm criticizing. I feel like I'm criticizing him, but it's it's far from his fault. Why is he playing? He he, he, do, he literally doesn't have a right foot. No, right. I mean, not obviously not literally, but <laughs> I know he does he's have a right foot. He, and like all professional footballers should be two foot. Yeah, but it's the same as if like fucking Andrew Robertson on his right foot, like. They can, they can kick a ball with it, yeah, but they're not going to be fucking. De- you know what I mean? Like, it's just it's bonkers. Like, I don't think Leo Connor he, Leo Connor looked really poor under Jackson, but we've since found out. You know, several people said it was he was under strict instructions to do certain it's things. Not go over the halfway line. It's fucking crazy for a fullback in it these days. So I thought he'd, he'd had a couple of really good games under Dawes and Parky, and even under Hill, I swear he had a couple of really good games yeah. to be playing a fucking. He's on left from Celtic, isn't he? Yeah. Is it Celtic? Yeah, Celtic. To be playing a left-footed, a left-back, a right-back. And the thing is, Paul McDonald, he's not going to go, no, I'm, I don't want to play, and no, I can't yeah. do it. But, like, he's clearly uncomfortable there. It's fucking, you know, maybe Hill's gone. Well, I've just watched um, Against All all the Odds, the Richard Holt documentary, which is available now to buy on DVD and to stream on Vimeo, by the way. Um, and you, you, you got promoted with fucking Manny Monthe playing at right-back. But listen, <laughs> that game was a one in a billion we chance. Back to that. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, there's more chance of me winning the Euro Millions and that, uh, like that kind of result or performance ever happening again. It was a fucking one in a billion freak result that if we replayed that game from the red card at a mi- like ten billion times, that will never happen again. So just just play a fucking right footed right back at right back. Is it really that hard? He'd be, Keith Hill's like that kid who you've got got that toy that you get as a kid, which has like the shape holes in it, and you have like the star, the circle, the square, and you know you can only put the square through the square hole. No, he's there with the star, trying to smash it with a hammer, going fucking star, go through the square hole, you'll fit, and smash it with a hammer so it breaks, but it's in the hole, and you go look, I got it in. Yeah, but it doesn't fucking work, mate, does it? There's your analogy for the day, folks. Very good. Now time for uh, Chris Redmond. 
Chris Redman says Hill has taken us backwards. You know it's a shocking result. Um, yeah, we do. I think if you've listened to us, <laughs> you'll know we think it's a, a bad result. Um, John Drake says the uninspiring and pointless 89th minute substitution summed it up. Hill isn't up to the gig. Get him out. Put Dawes and Parkey in for the season. We're, we're paying all three of them anyway. So let's pay Hill up front and show him the door. Hashtag Hill out. Not much love for Mr. Hill um, no. this evening, I'm afraid. I can't, say I'm, I can't say I argue with people who are angry either as well. I can't speak. I'm one of them. Uh, Xander Smith, clearly two points dropped, should have attacked them as soon as went down to 10 men. Instead, we sat back and let them come at us. Lucky to come away with a point. Um, Paul Waite, I think we've already mentioned one of his earlier tweets. He said the ball spent more time in the air than British Airways. Uh, Michael Rowe, uh, McDonald right back doesn't work. We've uh, we've all, we've touched on that already. Let me try and find some different sort of. Everyone's having a go at the the subs and the lack of subs. Uh, let me see. Miles Faulkner, well and truly two points dropped. Another backward step with Hill. He's literally killed our momentum and our season is slowly going with it. Yeah, it's hard to argue with all these. Um, but yeah, we've had so many. I, I can't go through them all because we'll be here all night and I want to get to bed, if I'm honest. Yeah. So, um, yeah, not great. Not great. And yeah. I don't think uh, it's been a particularly good year, has it? Twenty twenty. Not for, for Trump. For many not reasons. For, not unless you're a friend of a Tory MP mm. looking to source, a, you know, get a PPE contract. They're probably the only people who've had a good time. They're just getting millions of pounds for not. And there's some topical politics for you, folks. There, get it in for the politics. Paul Harper's politics podcast. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who knows, what's, um, who knows what's around the corner? Could be, um, could be about to get a little bit worse. Oh, but, um, you never know. Hopefully, it can only get better. But um, oh, how many times? How many? How many times have we? How many times have you said um, things can only get better, and then <laughs> they get worse? I've said it that many times, mate. That I, like, I'm thinking of buying the rights to the song off Dream. So, here's one poll to cheer everyone up. Look. Just around the corner, in like a couple of weeks' time, we've got the big glamour FA Cup third round game. Do you know what I mean? Away at Barnsley. Doesn't get any bigger, Paul, does it? Barnsley away. So it's, so it's what it's all about. So big, even the fucking BBC red button didn't want to show it. You have to <laughs> stream it on the FA website. Like, yeah. honestly, the only people more gutted about that draw, I guarantee, are the Barnsley fans going, yeah. fucking hell. Like, the worst possible draw. I suppose they're looking at it. It's a winnable game for them, isn't it? But, yeah. Bollocks. Not looking very winnable for us at the minute. If we're, if Is we're any game winnable for us? We'll play fucking Renford Rejects at the minute and we'd probably, you know, 10-man Renford Rejects. No, good good point, mate. Good point. Good Tough tough place to go, Renford Rejects. Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Honestly, end this year now. I think this year peaked, Paul. There was three, three times this year peaked. <coughs> I'll tell you where it was. The 95th minute at Shrewsbury, yeah. yeah. The 94th minute at Accrington when the full-time whistle went. Mm-hmm. And then the full-time whistle at Blackpool. They're the three... The, like, I tell you, actually, no, the, obviously the Watford games were highlights as well, weren't they? But other than them, like, even the wins when we were you know, flying this year, I mean, you know, we, we, we go back 
10 days ago, we fucking thumped Bolton 3-0 in the backyard. And to go from that to this, what's going on? The last four games, we get beat by Walsall, 3-1 at home, thumped, terrible performance. We go to Reebok, beat them 3-0, thoroughly deserved, could have been more. Then we get beat at home by Bradford. And then we go and draw with Barrow, 10-man Barrow for 20 minutes. What is going on with the team? Mm. More inconsistent than my Wi-Fi at the minute from Virgin, which is <laughs> shite, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I'm trying to Paul, think of positives to say, and I'm, I'm struggling, Paul, to be honest. I'm going to say it. I'm going to see what everyone else is thinking. Paul, fucking sort it out. <laughs> everything was going great. Right, everything was going great until you went, what was it, cottage pie? <laughs> Here we are. I tell you what, uh, that was before right, that was wrapping, before the shit show let's wrap up this podcast and I'm calling this section Paul Harper's faux pas of the year okay <laughs> welcome to Paul Harper's faux pas okay cottage pie eating his dinner cottage pie live on air yeah disgraceful yeah. absolutely disgusting scenes people still fuming about that <laughs> delivery driver twice in two weeks knocking on the door disrupting the podcast yeah. and let alone in the, one of the same ones he has his washing machine on about well, I don't know what setting he had it on. You're in Spinal Tap where it he has the volume on the It's on the final five. spin. It was, it was, it was five, nearly finished. One. It was going much <laughs> It literally like, finished the shit. My as microphone as, was shaking from the vibrations. As soon as, as, soon as we stopped recording, it, it literally Force. stopped. <laughs> Force of good. Typical, typical Paul Harper. Not only that, Paul, I did some Googling about how much money your family have made this year from the pH level charts in in schools everywhere. You're raking it in, Paul. No, no, no. You know, not all of my family have the first name beginning with P. Don't make excuses. <laughs> like, people know. People are on to you now. Like, pe- people, you know, they're not stupid, Paul. No. Look at it. God. Look at the price of these PH ones. You're raking it in, mate. I'm just Googling it. Here, we PH chart. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Um, some some sort of positives. Oh. Um, Paul Burrows is a good lad. Um, on the pitch in 2020, for me, only had two highlights. Dad and I are our first game after my stroke, Watford away and Bradford away in the posh seats with my tangerine cousin. First game back at Bloomfield since my uncle passed away at a pool game. You can't have highlights via watching on the TV. Low light is PPG farce. The way things are headed, 2021 will be a similarly bizarre year for football. Um, yeah, not too many highlights, has there been? That's been a pretty shitty year. This is, this is the last part of the year. Um, yeah. You'll be glad to know. Last pod ever, by the sound of things. Um, yeah, I mean, things have got to get better, haven't they? You, they can't get much worse, surely. Like, I didn't think we say that when before we got relegated into the national league, though. Oh fuck yeah! But um, I'm sure that won't happen. The only way it could get worse right now, Paul. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Right would be, you get a knock at your door, delivery driver, who is it? Gary Taylor Fletcher. <laughs> or, um, who was, was the taxi driver? George Donnelly. George Donnelly, George Donnelly, yeah. Washing machine goes off, Paul. Oh, no. <laughs> who clambers out of it? Michael Higdon. Mm. Yeah. Remember, things can get worse. <laughs> <laughs> 
that it's not as bad as you it's not as bad as you think. Yeah, but, uh, no matter how bad things are, just think right. <laughs> they have been worse. Not too, there's not, uh, not like, there's not a new striker in the building that turns out to be KD Odajay. Like, uh, that was that was Donnelly. Was that not? I swear it was Odajay. That yes, that was um, George you, Donnelly. Was it you done the tw- wait there? I've just no, thought, no, 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 it was, was not. You? Was not. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, oh. no, it was not me. That was. Come on, me. who was it? Uh, well, it would have been whoever was comes before me. We'll Passing the book, Tibor. Well, no. It, well, it was if something Jeremy, goes Jeremy wrong, Paul, Paul, always blame Tibor. That's what you do, don't you? Simpsons Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy Butler was the uh, the instigator oh, of all the fucking dickhead. Uh, less said about him, the better. God, but, uh, yeah, there you go. Well, if if you if you need um, remember, reminders of uh, of how things can get worse, I mean, he is a prime example. So. <laughs> You know, thankfully he's not about, but um, guarantee it. He's made millions PPE off the Tories somehow, hasn't he? He's exactly the kind of person who'd weasel. He was a, that's how I described him. I met, I met him once by accident. I mean, mate worked at the club at the time. I won't give names away. And he invited me in, and we ended up like, to be fair, we were taking the piss a bit. He was like, "Yeah, come up," and we we sat in you in the media like suite up, mm-hmm. you know, next to the cop. Yeah, and he's like, "Do you want a beer?" And I was like, "Do you have to pay for these?" He's like, "I don't care." And we just sat up there with the foosball table was there, just having a beer. And as we were walking down, Jeremy Butler was there, and he was like, "All right," and I was like, "Yeah, right now." And then um, I think he, you know, I think we mate just gave me a, a shirt from the shop as well. <laughs> just for, I, he was like, "I don't, I don't even know what job." Do you know what? He might not even work there. <laughs> he had a shirt and tie on. He just didn't give a fuck. Um, and that was that was when we that was a League Two season, wasn't it? Oh, what a season! We got thirty nine points. Yeah, good times, mate. Nice, uh... Nice Carbrini shirt with him and bargain oh, on. Fucking hell! The, the worst. Yeah. Do you know what the worst shirt was? It was. It was the first year in the conference. The one with yeah, the, the stripes. The stripe down. Oh fucking! And do you know what? The bigger players like Macken and Higdon, it looked atrocious on them. <laughs> like, yeah, it didn't do them no favors. But it didn't even look good on like the small. And it, like, it was just the worst. And we had that luminous yellow away kit. I've got that. Mm. And you know what made that worse? Go on. Was the fact that we had to cover up the um, the the sponsor who kind of went kaput? Um, oh, the gambling one. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we went, have? Uh, yeah, went into, we, uh, administration we, or whatever. We played Grimsby away in September, um, live on BT Sport on a Friday night, and I remember I've got a photo on my phone somewhere of it, and like I zoomed in on Nors, and I was like, "Have we got a piece of fucking masking tape over yeah, a sponsor? yellow?" Yellow electrical tape. Yeah, it was like the creamy yellow electrical tape. It was peeling off, and I was just like, f- I got a text off like we made something a while ago, and what the fuck's up with your kit? It looks, it was like, looks like he's looks like he's a, like met the mummy or something like that. I was, just like, I was like, don't fucking start, mate. Like, you know, Marlon Jackson's just come on. Great times. <laughs> fucking hell. Honestly, think about that. I, mean, I, I honestly have got like a blank that season out, 2015 16, because. Was there any, maybe the only memorable ones was that Wrexham, the first away at Wrexham. Yeah, we do two all on the night. It was a hell of a game of football. And Connor Jennings might have scored for them, actually. Um, I think we were top at one point in that game when we were winning. We went top. Yeah. Andy Mangan scored second half yeah. and Maynard third. It was fucking crazy scenes. But other than that, I can't remember enjoying that many games. That little run when we had Mangan, Margetts, um, who was that idiot winger? The fucking stupid guy. 
and he put, he was amazing for like six games. Oh, Dawson. Yeah. Oh. And we were like, fucking hell, we were flying. We beat, we beat Woken 4-0 or something like that. You, you say that stupid guy and Adam Dawson's name <laughs> straight, comes straight to mind. Straight to mind. <laughs> Even though we beat Bromley 4-0 at home. Um, yeah, we beat Chester 2-0 at home. And we were like, fucking hell, here we go. We're fucking getting going here. And then it all fell off. Then in that same game... And we lost to... Uh, Jennings got Woken. to... No, um, Mangan and Dawson both done the hammies in the same part of the pitch by the car. Oh, cop. God, yeah. Maynard got sent mm-hmm. off. And we ended up because we made all three subs down to nine men against Eastleigh. Yeah. And that, literally, that was it. From that moment on, down fucking hill. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. See, this, this is just a reminder that things can get worse, folks. So right. Well, I swear enjoy, to God. Enjoy, enjoy, the, <laughs> enjoy the point of Barrow. I swear to God, Paul, <clears throat> I've, just, I've got a nosebleed. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Heady times. Heady times. Yeah. Where's that? See, <laughs> you're talking about good times when we were so high up. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, God, Paul, this isn't pleasant. So uh, I think we should wrap it up. Uh, <laughs> thank you to everyone who has been, um, who has interacted with us, not just tonight, but throughout like, this season so far. We'll continue to do these, shall we? Into oh, the new year. What? Paul, I'm sorry. We need, we, need, we need a platform to run on. So yeah. I think we've got to. Um, Excuse me as I stick a tissue up one nostril like I'm a like Tony Cascarino in 1989. <laughs> but um, yeah, thank you for everyone who's, who's been in touch. You've obviously helped us make these shows possible. We hope you've been enjoying them. Um, we've got lots of nice feedback off off people and um and stuff helping them to to keep in touch with what's going on etc etc um obviously myself and matt we've not been able to get to any games because um you know we didn't have a season ticket so um and i'm obviously in in tier three here in manchester so i can't i couldn't get to a game if even if i wanted to (laughs) so um so yeah, I mean, it could be some time before I get to a game, but um, I'm I'm enjoying doing these. It's helping me feel connected. Got to say that I, you know, I've, I have lost a bit of that connection with the club, if you like. I think yeah, um, I was thinking that over the last, before, you know. Well, I, it's, I haven't been to Brentford Park for ten months. You know, inside the stadium, um, I have I have lost that kind of that connection. I don't um, feel and doing things like this is yeah, and and. Uh, you know, doing these has kind of helped uh, help me on that side of things. So, um, and I know only two thousand people can get in the in the ground on match days as it is currently. Obviously, things might might change in the not too distant future. Hopefully, not. But um, yeah, it's it's difficult times, and if these podcasts can bring any sort of <laughs> positive feeling to people maybe not tonight but um you know um you despite the fact that we've been ranting for the last 45 minutes or however long it has been um we do we do enjoy doing these so um, for yourself <laughs> um so yeah we'll continue as long as as long as people will listen so um if you're not enjoying them let us know um and we yeah, will stop no if you're not but, enjoying um, them at Paul Harper 82. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, we'll continue to, to do them in the new year and uh, for as long as you want us to. Um, so thank you very much for tuning in over the last three or four months. Been uh, been really good. Um, obviously, a thank you to our supporters um, at the Sports Club, uh, the Trask, 
obviously if you uh, if you're going down to the game um use all those and obviously the tent and stuff all the money goes back into the club um obviously the retro shirts and stuff that are in the club shop um some really good stuff um and yeah then memberships it's a tenner it, you 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 get loads of goodies and and things like that and um membership card etc so well worth doing so get onto them on social media i think it's t r o s c underscore trfc or something like that on twitter so um yeah thank you to them obviously a big thank you to matt for holding the fort and making sure all these are recorded and put out <laughs> uh, and yeah we'd like to wish everyone a very happy new year it's obviously been a very bizarre difficult year for a lot of people um we just hope that 2021 can be a lot better and uh, we wish all our listeners a safe, healthy, um, and prosperous new year, and obviously for Rovers as well. So Yeah. And as well, Paul, I think the main thing we've got to think is that apparently Jake's got an appeal coming up in the new year, hasn't he? So maybe Jake will, will be able to join us on the pod again. Hopefully so. Hopefully so. Yeah. Bet he's got better Wi Fi in his cell than me here. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, we should wrap this up. It's like 20 to 11, Paul was saying. Don't know about everyone else, but these 7.45 kickoffs, can't deal with them anymore. Yeah. yeah. Got so used to the, uh, the 5 o'clocks and the 6 o'clocks. Yeah, and even the 7 o'clocks were nice, weren't they? Mm. I'm not sure why I didn't do that today because, you know, no, I mean, there was there was home fans there, but, there, you know, no travelling supporters. No. Anyway. I know I, I echo in all seriousness what Paul's just said. You know, thanks to everyone for listening. We wouldn't, there'd be no point us doing this unless people listen. A lot of people have said it's become part of their post match routine, whether it be, you know, immediately after when they go up in the evening on a Saturday or a Tuesday or wherever we're doing this. Or a lot of people like to listen the next morning, either, you know, while they're doing a workout, running, jogging, or on the way to work. So it's nice to, be, you know, because there is no routine at the minute, is there? There's no, you know, we've all lost our match day routine, whether it be a night game or a day game. So to be, you know, replaced in any way, and it was very much, this wasn't like we planned this, was it? I think I just texted you on the, the, the morning of the first game and said, do you want, yeah. do you want to do a post-match? I was bored. I think at the time was it September or August, September, wasn't it? Yeah, September. Like, yeah, let's do it. And we went, oh, that's something to do. Now I'll admit, Paul, like five minutes ago in this game, I literally went, oh fucking hell, I've got to go and do the pod. And Nick was like, I don't know why you bother. He's like, honestly, I can't be bothered. And I was like, thanks for the encouragement, mate. <laughs> Say a big happy birthday, by the way. It's Nick's birthday uh, on the twenty seventh. Oh, happy uh, birthday, Nick. Yeah, he had it. He came round because again, he's, he's part of our bubble. Um, and we watched get on this for a night. We watched the 1992 Royal Rumble, and we watched Nick Hancock's football doctor, and then oh, a YouTube God. video of Snooker's best safety shots. <laughs> <laughs> that was all night. He had three That's cans of beer. Right I had um, I had a can of Coke, bottle of water, and I had a, a, a Donner burger from Yummies, and he had a double cheeseburger. Fucking great night. <laughs> happy days happy days well happy birthday to Nick and maybe he had a good day as well as good as possibly oh happy I'm... birthday to Mrs Hibbert as well yeah yeah around Grail yeah she's down south again she went there before all this happened by the way so it's not like she, yeah. she's not one of them people fucking coming back from their skiing lodge she's looking after her sister who was um, unfortunately poorly at the minute going through quite a uh, 
more fucking cancer in our family, Paul. I tell you what, the only like I thought Tramia was the only cancer effect that would affect me, but it seems everyone in my fucking family seems to be being affected by it in the last few years. Not nice, is it? Not a nice thing to go through. So, so yeah. best wishes, obviously, to them and, and Cheers, to you guys. So then, that is the end of the year, the last part of the year, twenty twenty. Like, can it? Can there ever be a year worse than this? Surely, surely not, Paul. We, if we're sat here... It's going to get better. Here, it will get better. It's got to, hasn't it? Yeah, maybe, well, I should it put, will. maybe I should put the ream on now, at the end of I'm this. Not, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not 100% confident, but... <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly confident we can still do this, and the, 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 the players, the management, will get their act together. And I still think it's there for the taking. There's such a poor league, I think. And obviously... All this COVID crap is obviously playing a, a massive impact. The fact that seven games were called off in League One tonight, I mean, it's its madness. But, um, yeah, hopefully, you know, everyone stays safe. Well, we can still do this. We can still do this. It's there for the taking. And you know, it's, that, it's that consistency in it. You just need to find yeah. that consistency. And when we do, hopefully, um, that'll be enough to, to creep us into that top seven. Still, it's still there. It's still possible. So keep, keep, keep yeah. the faith, everyone. Keep the faith. Um, I apologise there. I think you might have been able to hear me pulling my bloody tissue out my right nostril. Um, <laughs> Excellent. I should just point out, Paul, about these nosebleeds. Right, I don't know if I've said this on the pod before. It's not through snorting cocaine or anything like that. I have a large nose, right, and what happened? I got hit playing in year six for Woodchurch Road Primary School. I went, I went to some school in Barnston in the cup. I was closing the, someone down. And someone cleared the ball, and they hit it on the volley, straight up in the air. It hit me on the chin, and then the nose, and knocked me out. And I was like, I would have been ten. I woke up, I was on the floor, and everyone was like, like in a film, where everyone's crowded round you, and you can just see faces. Like yeah. everyone's just like, he's okay, he's okay. And I sat up, and immediately as soon as I sat up, my nose gushed blood out of both nostrils, and like I spat, like because I've just been pooling in my throat while I was on my back. I spat up like the, the Exorcist or something like that, like all this blood out of my mouth, and everyone screamed like, Ugh! and the, our kit, the Woodchurch Road kit, was like the same colours as Celtic. It was green and white hoops. So my mm. fucking shirt, I looked like Teddy Butcher in that England game, <laughs> just covered in blood. I remember like like they carried me off, and I was like, I can walk, I'm okay. And he sat me on it was a dead posh school, primary school in Barnston Paul. He sat me on the head teacher's desk, <laughs> and blood. They were like tilt your head back and every time I tilt my head back blood pulled my throat and I was going I can't do that it's like so and then put my head down and both nostrils and like both nostrils were just pouring my nose by the way Paul was just completely <laughs> smashed and so they kept like putting like um, cotton wool at my nose and every time they did that it would pull in my throat and I was going look I don't know what we can do here so in the end I was just like I, I can't put my head back so I just sat there for about half an hour. This happened in the first 10 minutes. Put it this way, by the time I was, like, out and, like, okay, penalties were being taken. So, like, <laughs> what was that half you an hour? You didn't go back like, up, did you? No, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like I had a Liverpool shirt on by the time I was done with it. It was just covered, like, literally. I was covered from head to toe in blood. It was ridiculous. My nose was just completely smashed. I come back out on sores. Like, something must have been, like, you know over an hour because it's half an hour each way and extra time and then um, I never got my nose I think I've broke my nose like four or five times since my nose is a heat seeker if there's an if there's an object flying around 
anywhere. I once got hit in the face with an orange and it broke my nose. Someone threw an orange. I don't know what was going on. There's this melee going on somewhere. Probably a fruit and veg market by the sound. Just hit me. Footballs hit me in the face. Like anything that can hit me in the face will hit my nose. That's a big nose. Like, and so I literally sporadically, like once, twice, three times a year, will just get a nosebleed for nothing. Cause like I can like deviate. I don't, this is sickening to talk about, but I can like deviate my septum by just touching it. If you like touch my, if I go down my nose, I can like click the bones around in it because it's completely oh. fucked. That's a nice cheery tale. Just to Happy prove New Year, everyone. Like, <laughs> like, I just get nose. There was a time pause, DJing in Bar Bar a couple of years ago, and then um, Tony, someone went, Tony Bellew's in here, you know. And I went, what? And I turned from the DJ booth and I saw him stood just on like the top. He come up the stairs and he just gave me a thumbs up. He fucking bladded. And I thumb, thumbs up back to him. And immediately my nose started bleeding. And I was like, fucking hell, he's that hard. That just him <laughs> giving me a thumbs up made my <laughs> nose bleed. <laughs> Honestly, so if you ever see me, I'll try my game and my nose is bleeding. It's because I've just got like, my nose has just been smashed so many times that like, there's no point me going and getting it fixed because, you know, what are you going to do? And they'll just go, they'll probably go, by the way, mate, you're going to have to take your nose off. And I'll look like fucking what's-his-name from Harry Potter. Mm. Yeah. So there's a nice story to end on. Yeah. So, you know, another reminder that things can get worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when's my life going to get better? Like, it seems I've, my life and, like, Tramia's 2015-16 season seems to be on the same sort of, when am I going to have my boring wood moment? Actually, no, fuck... If I had my boring wooden moment, that means I'll eventually be at this point <laughs> in my life of, like, the last year. I don't want to live that. Oh, man. Yeah. Good times. <laughs> so I might go and put the ball... I'm going to go and watch against all the odds again. Yeah. That'll cheer me up. Well, we started wrapping this up about 15 minutes ago. So. Yes, we did, Paul. Let's wrap it up. You get to bed. It's fucking late now. It's 10 to 11. Happy New Year to everyone. Yes. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed it. We'll Any see you on well, Saturday. Saturday the 2nd, isn't it? We've got Colchester away. Yeah. Um, remember last time we played Colchester? That was the, the, the first time like, the tequila champ really took off, wasn't it? 2-0 mm. win. James Nord and David Perkins and all that lovely maroon kit. Mm. So uh, hopefully I'd, I'd gladly take another 2-0 win. Um, hopefully we can go there, get a result. And then, um, yeah, Happy New Year, Happy Christmas from myself, Paul, Jake, at Matt Hibbert on Twitter, at Paul Harper 82 at Jake Keo double H, and at This Is Tramia. If you want to send any well wishes, any abuse, solely send that to at Paul Harper 82. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah, Paul. Just... Got through a whole episode without a washing machine or a delivery man knocking at your door. You're welcome. Um, what a great way to finish the year. 